received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business, Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts. UFC 278 version of the Bout Business Podcast. This is Usman versus Edwards, the rematch. This is their second fight. As usual, the first order of business is to thank all the fight passionates that weekly tune in to the podcast. Totally flattered that you have hung around, and we're also flattered that last week, finally, your patience got paid off. We talked about regression with underdogs. Last week, the favorites limped in at five and six. We happened to be in the way of some of those underdogs, which allowed us to realize a 7-2 and two record plus 7.02 units. Now, those of you keeping specific Excel might be 1 or 12 cents away from where I am. I'm giving myself the credit of the closing line if it was better than what I released at the time of our show. Now, as far as last week's future release for this week's card, of Edwards at plus 280. Now that number has crept up a little bit higher because I gave that as a future the way it is, that will be recorded at plus 280, win or lose. So uh, that's just cleaning up a little bit of business. Fortunate enough to allow the units one last week to put us into just under a plus unit of profit, which is a great way to start the second half of the UFC fiscal year with a little bit of momentum. Our focus now turns to what we have ahead of us. Futures, three of them. We talked about the one moving into today, which is Edwards, and we'll talk about in round five. Also the Oliveira plus 190, plus 195 release. He's plus 155 if you shop around as the best price. So CLV or closing ability is is certainly obtained there based on where the number is now. As well, Sean Brady, open 125, that's when we released him. The best you can get on him is 130. And again, as we get closer to those October fights, those numbers are going to creep up a little bit. At every turn, I'm trying to attempt to gain CLV, closing line value. We want the best of the market if we can, but that's only part of the chore. Just because we get that doesn't mean we automatically win. Our fighter then or our team has to come through for us. So we've covered our profits, our futures. We've talked about CLV and speaking of CLV, let's move right into round one. Round one is a release that was actually made via Twitter Sunday, almost a week ago. The Chinese fighter, Aori Quilang, 
is fighting Jay Perrin. This is a bantamweight bout and one of the first of the evening on the fight card. The reason I was forced to move Sunday is I thought the line was mispriced. I saw that the line was in fact moving a little bit early on and I wanted to gain the best price. CLV, it's half the battle. In this case, He Ling opens minus 195, Perrin minus 160. By the time I caught it Sunday, I captured plus 150 for Jay Perrin. So those of you that have been around the podcast, follow me on Twitter. I hope you got that because currently that price has the Chinese Ki Lang minus 135 to Perrin plus 115. Now, the Chinese fighter has lost a couple to fighters like Molina and Durden. Molina, I think, is potentially a future top 10 kind of a fighter. Durden is not, but he travels in all the way to Salt Lake City. That's not one plane ride, that's several. The Mongolian murderer. I think really is a bit overrated and with travel and everything else, I think Perrin looks really good. The fact that he trains in Vegas surely helps. Fighting in his backyard, Salt Lake City. More importantly, how Perrin looked against Mario Bautista in a short notice fight for his debut in the UFC, raised eyebrows. This kid is game. I think he's going to have speed and movement advantages over the Chinese fighter. And again, he's fighting on his home turf almost several miles away, a car ride away from where he trains in Las Vegas. Round one released earlier in the week. If you don't have it, then get it now. Jay Perrin plus 115. Let's roll right into round two. In round two, we're going to dish a parlay. This one will be quick. Early in the fight card, Sean Woodson fights at featherweight against one of the greatest fade fighters we've had in several, several months, Luis Saldana. Saldana fights out of Phoenix. I know more about him than I should. We faded him his last fight, and he beat us. That made me fade further. Woodson's 6'2". He's... Three inches the larger man. He's a year younger, has a six-inch reach advantage, four with his legs. He's fought through injuries in earlier fights, but he's free from injury, off injury, and ready to go. Saldan, I think, is really a dubious UFC talent. I don't want to take anything away from the kid, but this is a mismatch here. That's why Woodson's priced minus 340. We're going to take him early fight. And we're going to team him up with a fight on the main card, the heavyweight fight on the main card, which is Martin Tarbura against Alexander Romanov. This heavyweight fight stands to be a dandy, but I don't see fireworks. Romanov, big favorite in the fight, minus 340 to Tarbura, plus 280. A total one and a half rounds is minus 185 to the over, which is unusual. They'd keep that that low. But Romanov's finished everyone quick and easy. Difference in this fight is that he's fighting Tybura. Tybura happens to be, you know, 10 pounds the heavier man here based on today's weigh-ins. He's also got a dynamic 
competition level advantage. He's been in with much better fighters and he's got a huge advantage of USC experience over Romanov. Romanov's stepping way up in this fight. And so for that reason, I see the over as a somewhat of a bet for Tybura. I don't think Tybura is going to get rolled over. Rather, I think this is a competitive match that goes well into round three, maybe even to decision. However, to be safe, we'll live with one and a half over minus 185. Team that with our friend Sean Woodson earlier at 340. That's a straight one unit for one unit bet. Round two, the parlay. Woodson minus 340 teamed with the over one and a half at minus 185 for the Tybura Romanov fight. Before we get to round three, I got another future for you for two weeks ahead. Our next UFC fight card, therefore, our next Gamble Bout Business podcast will be two weeks from today. And then the UFC is going to be at fight night in Paris, France. We're going to get ahead of a couple fighters here and play a parlay with Nazbat Hakparest, who's currently priced minus 195. That's the opener. These are available at DraftKings. I'm looking at the prices right now. Hakparest fights John McDessie. I'll do the breakdown in two weeks, but Hakparest minus 195. That price should be minus 295. And it might be by the time we talk about it. Hawk Perest, leg one of a parlay. Leg two, Nazardine Imavov, a French fighter. He's actually a Russian fighting out of France. He'll be taking on Joaquin Buckley in a middleweight bout at 185 pounds. Imavov, opening price, just like Hawk Perest. Imavov is minus 240. By the time people wake up and start to look at these fights, whether that's Sunday morning or next week, they'll be starting to hit Imavov as well as Hakparest, both European fighters, both fighting near home, both fighting Americans that have to travel, and both much taller, larger, longer, more experienced men. We'll break it down in two weeks. Future Hakparest to Imavov, one unit returns 1.14 units. Now let's move into round three. For round three, we'll go to the main event of the preliminaries, where we have a lightweight bout between Leo Santos, Leonardo Santos, and Jared Gordon. Compelling to this fight, Styles. Santos. Not your typical BJJ practitioner, rather Muay Thai striker wants to stand, use his length and batter you. In this fight, he's going to be three inches taller than Jared Gordon. He's going to have a seven inch reach advantage arms, four inches with his legs. On a good day, Santos is a killer. He's coming off a couple disappointing losses to wrestling based Dawson and Guida, which is relatively important in this fight. Though Santos has 90% takedown defense, Guida and Dawson were able to ragdoll him around. Why? Well, partially because Santos doesn't practice much wrestling as well. He's now 42 years old and he's not overly active. 
In walks Jared Gordon, a tremendous wrestler. 10 years is younger, 32, but given up inches in arms, legs, and height. Gordon, training out of Killcliff, the old Sanford, he's seen what Santos has in seven different guys. So he's seen Santos. Santos is aware of Gordon. However, today on the scales, Santos was the last man on the scale. Looked okay, had to use the, the towel, made his weight. As they were panning away and closing the ceremony down, I saw Santos going down the couple to two or three stairs to get to the fluid and hydration. He needed help getting down the stairs. That is enough for me. I believe the manifestation of Santos having a tough weight cut is surely going to give Jared Gordon some advantage. But when we look, Gordon opened minus 325. He's now minus 265. There's been some Leo Santos love. And I'll tell you what, if he was the second, third guy on the scale today, looking fresh and zippy, we might have taken him. However, what I saw at the end of those weigh-ins scared the bejeebies out of me. And it manifests itself into this position on the fight for round three. Fight does not go the distance. That's an even money plus 100 bet. I think Gordon can rub Santos out and take his will away from him. And if not, Gordon could walk into a kick, a knee, an elbow, and get a flash knockdown. Santos is not above that. But either way, this fight is not going to decision. I don't think Santos has the gas for it. Round three, fight does not go to decision, plus 100. Now, before we walk into round four, let's hear from our good friends at Manscaped. This episode of the Bout Business MMA Podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra premium collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. Support the Bout Business MMA Podcast and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscapes.com with the promo code 20 Looney. Round four, we're up on the main event outside of the parlay where we're going to witness, I think, a masterful styles make fights bout between Jose Aldo and Marab Dabalashvili at Bantamweight, 135 pounds. This fight's going to be awesome. We know about Jose. And we all think that he's an old guy, but he's only 35. And I think that's kind of critical to this fight. He's only four years older than Marab, who we know. The Machine is his nickname. La Machina. The guy's got unending cardio. He's the Tasmanian devil. But he's a 5'6 fighter that's used to fighting 5'6 fighters. Shorter guys. Of course, 135ers are all short, but his competition. Stamen, small guy, nowhere near the caliber of his opponent Saturday. John Dodson, fast, speedy, tiny, 5'4". And Morris, 5'6", who wobbled Valashvili in his last fight before Valashvili turned around and finished him. Jose stands, yes, four years older than Valashvili, but he's an inch taller, has a two-inch reach advantage, arms and legs. 
Aldo is a dynamic striker. Aldo also sports unbelievable takedown defense. He's difficult to take down. He's dealt with wrestlers before, and he vows that Davalashvili's not going to be able to get him down. We know the key to this fight is where it takes place. If this is a standing fight for three rounds, it's Aldo. If it's on the ground for any kind of time, Davalashvili will hold control. However, I don't think Marab, with all his cardio, is going to be able to address Jose's structure, his size, and his experience. This fight opened minus 110 either side, two and a half rounds over to the 220. So the experts are surely seeing in this three-round fight a decision, which is exactly how I see it as well. That said, I don't know that Marab should be this kind of a of a favorite. I think the fight's way closer to pick. I think as we wait closer to fight time, Marab will get more love. So you may not want to take Aldo currently priced plus 115. You may not want to take him right now. You may want to watch this thing because this could go up a nickel or a dime before fight time. But I'm investing in Jose Aldo as an underdog. The size, who he's been in with late, let's not forget. He's got a win against Vera on his record just a fight or two back. Jose Aldo's real deal. I think he can catch Marab coming in, or at worst, I think he can keep this fight standing. Aldo, straight up one unit plus 115, but to cover ourselves in the case of that over two and a half minus 220, I'm going to put a third of a unit on split decision, majority decision. That's, again, found on your DraftKings site. That's a plus 400 proposition. So I do believe this thing could go razor close, and it could go to the judges. And if it does, I think it could easily be a split or majority decision. There's that point three of a unit on plus 400 for the split majority decision. Yeah, I have 1.3 units invested in round four. Now let's go right to round five. Round five, main event. Anyone that's read or heard me so far this week understands as well. Listeners from last week's podcast know we're on Edwards here. And I'm confident Edwards has a great shot to win this fight. In the first fight, Usman, now 35, was 28-year-old fighter coming right into the UFC from Olympic trials. The guy was just a machine. Edwards was in his third UFC fight, an almost 23-year-old kid, skinny, and he didn't know how to spell wrestling, let alone execute it. He was a striker. They come together, and the young Edwards in the third round was manhandled by the wrestler Usman. Flash forward seven years to this rematch where Usman arrives fighting for his 16th straight UFC win. And oh, by the way, Edwards hasn't lost since either, going 9-0. and What's the difference? The difference as I see it is that Usman is now 35. He's gotten to the mountaintop. He's flying in private jets. He's taking every interview this week. You can see he's talking about fighting at light heavyweight. Of course, he doesn't want to fight at middleweight and compete with his friend Izzy, so he'll go talk about fighting Jan Blachowicz. Meanwhile, 
you got this Londoner here who's been seething and been overlooked and no one wants to fight him. COVID killed him. He couldn't travel. Not too many people know much about him. But he happens to be five years younger. And the difference now is this kid's a full-grown man. He's a left-hander, got two inches of height advantage. In fights since 2013, fighters four years younger than their opponent win 63% of the time. Also, the lefty advantage, lefty against righty, is a 54% proposition. Now, in seven years, what has Edwards done besides beef up and get stronger? He's worked his wrestling and his grappling. Will Edwards ever be the wrestler that Usman is? No, never. Usman, however, will never be and is not anywhere near the death striker that Edwards is. It's my contention that the grown man Edwards will have acquired enough wrestling acumen to be able to keep Usman off. That's going to also be aided by his size and his structure now at 30 as opposed to when he was 23. When Usman realizes that he can't get this man down and he's going to have to fight him on his feet, this fight's going to change. Edwards plus 280 last week was a bargain. Offshores, that's what it is now. If you're in Vegas, you can get a little better than that, plus 295, plus 300. I'm confident that Edwards is going to paint Usman's face. I, again, I'm not discrediting Usman, but I believe he is ripe. He's filming movies. He's got distractions. His kids go to private schools. All the super things that you want Americans or anyone in any country to be able to aspire to. Growth, finances, and the ability to take care of their family. But for a fighter, those are corrosive items. Distraction is never good. Silk shirts, private planes are not good for the championship fighter. And I think the fact that Edwards is young, ready, focused, and Usman's timing is perfect is going to create a surprise on Saturday night that only we know about because we're the only ones believing what I'm telling you. And some of you may not even believe now. That's okay, too. Round five, Leon Edwards, plus 280 or better. Appreciate you listening. We're going to try and bank one or two units of profit here and move forward into Paris, France. Remember, two more weeks before you get to the Bout Business Podcast. Thanks for listening, and good luck to everybody. Locked into Gamblu's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Tomorrow, oh good, that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped's new ultra 
Ultra Premium Collection is an all-in-one skin and hair kit for the everyday man. We're talking premium deodorant, hydrating moisturizer, body wash, shampoo and conditioner, and even a free gift. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code 20LU. 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 